Hello and welcome back to OT Talk with Mr. T. I'm your host, Mr. T. Today I wanted us to talk homework, as that is a very important part of the day relating to the school and in the home. So let's talk homework. We're reading a sheet. We're reading from a sheet called Occupational Therapy Tips for Homework Success. This sheet was provided, the tips in this sheet were provided by occupational therapy practitioners who work with school children in America every day, and this sheet is from AOTA, the American Occupational Therapy Association. Homework, although the term instills dread in many students, it's very important to have a good routine and a good surrounding in order to do the homework so that the students can actually be successful in the homework and that they could be independent as possible in doing the homework. You know, as OTs, we try to make children be as independent as possible throughout the school day and in their daily life, which involves completing homework properly. So we want to give some tips, especially from this sheet, and we'll springboard off this sheet as always, to help children or anyone you know who could help from these, who could benefit from these tips to establish good habits and reduce the stress involved with homework. The first tip we could talk about is to set up a workstation at home that is designated for homework. The station should be clear of clutter and extraneous noises such as TV, video, games, and radio. Unless you're listening to the podcast, which we always welcome, as long as it's not really during the homework time. The structured area limits distractions and provides a well-organized environment for work. You know, we talked in previous podcasts about sensory tips and sensory ideas, and we have to realize that sensory is a big thing for everybody. And even if they're seekers, and especially if they're avoiders, these kind of things could be very distracting and very not helpful for them during their homework. If they're a seeker, then they're going to try to want that and not focus on the homework at all. And if they're someone who wants to avoid it, then it's just going to get in their way. So we have to try to limit these things and try to stay away from these things. Encourage your child to sit in a firm chair with his or her feet planted on the ground or on a footrest. Consider using an office chair in order to adjust the chair height. The child's back should be supported against the backrest. Good posture prevents back and neck stress and promotes ease in completing assignments. Stretching exercises can also support a healthy back. Encourage your child to take a stretch back from sitting stretch break from sitting every 20 minutes. In school and in the home, it's not good to sit for long periods of time. It's not possible and not realistic. So every 20 minutes, you know, Go Noodle we've talked about before, G-O-N-O-O-D-L-E.com is a great website to use. And we want them to be 90-90-90 so that they have a good position and they're comfortable. And the desk height, of course, should be proper and, and towards their writing ability and towards whatever size they need in order to write properly and they should feel comfortable and they should feel like everything is good of course there should be good lighting if it's dim lighting it's going to be too hard to see and that hurts the eyes and if it's way too bright that's going to be way too overstimulating as well promote active play and physical activities that are alternated with more sedentary or non-moving activities such as homework and computer tasks carefully placed homework breaks reduce fatigue and support students attention and concentration if a kid has an hour of homework there's no way they could sit and do that they need to have the break they need to have things involved to make them feel like they still can be a kid and they could still play in the olden days there might have been very little homework now there's so so much homework that it's very difficult for kids to feel like they're kids so we have to encourage that and we have to give them the ability to feel like they could still be like kids 
Create a system to monitor homework assignments and their completion. Your child should be encouraged to manage his or her schedule by using a planner to organize activities. A visual planner or a writing or written planner is very good for them for kids to be organized and to take charge of what they need to do. If they see things are done throughout the week, then they could set up a visual schedule and a writing schedule in a homework pad or a writing pad like we had as kids in order to figure out how to plan their week, how to plan their days, and decide what to do each day. If there's too much to do in one day, we could break it up over the week in order that they know what should be done for that day or what should be done throughout the week so they should manage their own schedule and have a planner. Monitor your child's level of frustration and amount of time necessary to complete assignments. Seek advice when appropriate from school personnel, including occupational therapy practitioners, about your child's performance in school. Work as a team to support his or her academic and emotional needs. There's a big support team in all schools. In all the schools I work in, there's a whole team involved, especially if the kid has an IEP. There's so many people to reach out to and talk to. You're never in it alone. Of course, reach out to the teacher and talk to the student themselves and anyone on the team that could help you because a team is there to support the child. Develop a homework plan that best meets the needs of your child. Consider sensory needs, as we mentioned, or distractions like hunger, fatigue, or noise, as well as habits and preferences to determine the best times to complete homework assignments. Kids can't do homework if they're hungry, angry, tired, or annoyed. It has to be a good time when all of those needs are met, and it can't be the second where they get home and they need to wind down a little bit, and it can't be a second before bedtime when they need to get ready for bed. Some children work best before dinner time, and others need a rest break after school before completing homework assignments, like we said. Some kids might not have too much energy bent up from the whole day, pent up in their bodies from sitting for hours and hours and hours, especially in the Judaic system when they're there for countless hours from 8 or 9 in the morning all the way to 4 or 5 at night. There's a lot of energy in there, and if they need to unwind and let it out, then that might be the best thing to do. Work in an area with proper lighting that avoids glare and reflections. We touched on this. Limit eye strain by following the 20-20 rule. Take a break every 20 minutes, stop for 20 seconds, and look at least 20 feet away from the homework or computer monitor. When I was in OT school and there was a ton of studying involved, then I would lock myself in the room for hours studying and people wouldn't see me for that long amount of time. I would use this rule very vigorously. It's very important every 20 minutes for 20 seconds to look 20 feet away. When you're cramming and you're learning material and you're looking up close at the paper, the eyes are strained, so they need to look far away instead of just looking close for that amount of time. Especially when it's a computer monitor or when you're looking at the paper, they have to look away. When using a computer, encourage the child to work comfortably and shift position often. If your child uses a notebook computer, set it up with a separate keyboard and mouse and adjust the notebook to be used only as a monitor. Who's to say that a kid has to sit only at a PC in a certain area crammed into a wall in the corner without any ability to move around? Nowadays, there's so many options. We've mentioned before that there are iPads, there are laptops, there are netbooks and Chromebooks. And uh, the iMac Mini, which is a, a PC but is portable, and then the, the MacBook Air, which I have, they're all things that are able to be used, and they're very mobile, they're very portable, especially if they're more than one kid or there's a lot of kids in the area and they need to move around, they can't be stuck in one place. Let them use different things that could get the stuff done. Nowadays, kids are very good at technology. They might be able to use an iPad better than we do. They might be able to do stuff on their phone. Granted, it has to be good for the eyes and not straining on them, but as long as it's good for that and they can find where to do things, they should be able to do things. These were just some tips 
from the AOTA and Mr. T explaining them to you. This has been OT Talk with Mr. T. I'm your host, Mr. T.